And, and it just feels really good too when you walk into a room and you know that you're the hardest working person in the room. And in this company, it's really hard to feel like that because that we cool. all work our asses off. Yeah, it's so cool. Th there's nobody in this office that slacks. Right. No one. Nope. Like we all work seven days a week from you, the owner, to the processors, to every single loan officer in this company. We work our asses off. And that's why it feels so good to come in here every single day because um, it's a daily competition by such a healthy competition between us that it just drives us to just keep going and going and going and going to the point that we will take over New Hampshire, I mean, we kind of already did, uh, but we will take over Massachusetts and we'll just keep taking over everywhere because working hard and delivering great value. That's it just it. goes back to value. All right, guys, here we go. Podcast number three. This is the premier podcast. Connecting community to success. That's right, Juan. Here we go. All right, so we had our first two episodes. They were amazing. I hope everyone has had the chance to listen to them. The, the first one was very informative, and the second one was just amazing. We had Eric Spofford, and we're just looking to keep growing. If you have not listened to the second podcast, hang, okay. this, hang this one up, hang it up, hit stop, and go listen to that one. Yes, because episode two was literally tons of knowledge, tons of inspiration, and if you're looking to start a business or you, you want to get something going... That podcast is going to get you going, literally. I mean, I was fired up just sitting here listening to Eric tell us about his stories. And, I mean, so so you, Mike. I mean, you were, like, on point that day. It's not even about – well, it is also about starting a business or, you know, you know work-wise. But it's like any level of success. From listening to him that day and hearing what he was able to, to do from, from nothing is awesome. You know what I mean? Whether it's – it could be anything. It could be work. It could be – physical fitness, it could be just any any goal that you have. You know, you set that goal and go after it and you can make anything happen. Yeah, and, and, and the crazy thing about that part, I mean, about that episode itself is, I know you're always super motivated. Me, myself, I'm always going, going, going. Um, but I feel like that day after listening to that episode, and I have, I've listened to it probably like a million times already, it was like a switch turned on again, like something, like an extra switch, like an extra gear. Like it just fired me to just get out there, get more motivated, chase more business, you know, create new business. Um, I don't know if that was the case for you, but I've... Well, I mean, we, we decided to come up with this whole thing because you and I listen to podcasts and books and talk to other people and do all these things that help to inspire us on a daily basis. So our thought was... Let's do that right here in the community where, where we are with local people who have done that. So that's the whole, that's the whole point. And even for, for you and I who were sitting here talking with Eric that day for it to motivate us that much, what do you think that's going to do for everyone else? It's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I think, uh, I think everyone should, um, you know, start listening to the podcast um, and, and just follow up. We're not going to necessarily be uh, having a podcast week to week. I mean, everyone's super busy, um, especially the guests we're, we're looking to have. We're, we're looking to have very impactful guests. So, um, you know, it's going to be a little tough to get them, you know, on the podcast, but we're going to try our very best to deliver as much content as we possibly can. And so we want it, first off, not just to be content, but very, very valuable content where you're going to be learning from, from all these folks uh, in our community. Uh, and we really want to keep everyone on the edge of their seats. 
Uh, so they're uh, dying for the next episode exactly, to come out, right? Exactly. And uh, I mean, and also uh, be on the lookout for our YouTube channel. Um, our engineer, Eddie, here, he's, he's going to be doing a phenomenal job with, you know, with the videos. And uh, we also have a uh, Instagram page for the podcast. So if, you, if you're not following it yet, make sure you go and follow it. Eddie, our engineer, is doing a phenomenal job, you know, uh, giving you little hints as to what the episodes are going to be about. So, uh, so yeah, just be on the lookout for all the uh, social media platforms uh, because we're going to be giving you tons and tons and tons of content. Say hi, Eddie. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a little shy, but... Man, a few words. But once he gets going, he gets going. Yeah. I think the biggest uh, issue we've had so far are the people that don't have the iPhones and are on Android. So we're trying to find platforms for them as well to listen to audio. Uh, we started a SoundCloud for our uh, podcast. And please let us know if there's a specific, um, specific app or platform that you like to listen to your podcasts on, and we'll make it available on that. Feel free to check out our Premiere podcast Instagram. It's Premiere underscore podcast um, on Instagram and we'll have a lot of our information uh, there for available for you guys. Awesome. Yeah. And cool. then for, for the normal humans, I use iPhones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't even know there was a different type of phone. Uh, yeah, me neither. I mean, it's, it's 2019, right? right? I think everyone uses iPhones, right? Uh, <laughs> but for the rest of the normal people like us, um, iTunes, you know, everything's on iTunes. You'll be able to find it. Just go on there, uh, look up Premiere Podcast, and we should be uh, right on there. Make sure you rate it, subscribe, and uh, be on the lookout. Um, so to this topic, you know, this whole uh, podcast is all about success, motivation, and uh, phenomenal stories. Um, and, um, you know, in, in our industry itself, you know, this is supposed to be the, uh, the slowest time of the, of the year, yeah. right? Um, and it's very hard to keep motivated where, when the deals are not coming to your table, where you're going to have to work a little bit harder to go find that next deal, um, but still be able to make it happen. So, so what, what have you been doing, Mike? Uh, Do you think it's harder to get motivated at this time of year? It is not. I think, I think it, quite it the not. opposite. No, no. Yeah, I actually like it more because it's like, all right, it's time to go hunt. Yeah, because you have to. You just, exactly. You have to make it happen rather than having, you know, not that business ever just like comes to you but or comes to us. But in these winter months, it's a, you have to be a little bit hungrier. And it's easy to lay back and relax, but I don't do that. I do that for a few hours in the middle of the night, and that's about it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I think it's actually fun to say, okay, what can I do different? And this time of year, you can get creative and come up with different things. Hence why we're sitting here doing a podcast. Exactly. And that's what makes it fun. You know, it's like a, a lot of, you hear, uh, you see it on social media, you hear, all, um, you see from other mortgage loan originators on Facebook. There's a, there's other mortgage loan um, originators? I, I, I want to I say there is, but I don't think there isn't. I just, you got to, <laughs> you got to, you got to give them a little bit of credit per se. Um, I'm just joking. Um, I'm not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, but you know, like you, you see a lot of people, you know, talking about how they're slow and and yes, it is a little bit slower. But I mean, you got to get out there, and like you said, get creative. You know, find find the motivation within. Find find the why as to why you're 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 doing your business. Find the real reason why why you want to do business. It, it can all be about you know the dollar exchange. You know that gets I mean that gets boring in a way. I mean, find a real reason. Why are you waking up every single day to go find the new deal, the new connection, the new relationship? You know, like today's uh, we had a sales meeting. I, I think you 
you, you touch a great point about relationships. Mm-hmm. Create relationships and, and, and get creative with their relationships. Yep. So, so why don't you talk a little bit about that, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I, w- I was actually thinking when you were talking a second ago, it's all about adding value and bringing something to any relationship that you have, right? You know, a relationship can't be one-sided. So of course. Say, say, for example, in, in our business where we're trying to um, get, get loans, you know, whether they're from the consumers directly or realtors or... Uh, an attorney or a financial advisor, accountant, anyone, right? You have to think, okay, what value can I bring to them? They're bringing value to me, right? And that's why a lot of the new ideas I've been trying to come up with, it's because it's slightly slower in, in January. So at this time, I actually have time to think about those things. Exactly. So, you know, a lot that, that we're doing right now that I'm trying to put into play here is is one with, with Ed, right? Ed's great with video and technology and sound and all that. So I'm going to bring that benefit to all the, the realtors that we work with. Exactly. Say, listen, Ed can come out there. He can do these awesome cinematic shots of your listings and get super creative and make videos. And that's stuff that no one else is doing. Exactly. You know? So let's bring that value to people. Then we're giving them something and they'll want to help us out as well. Exactly. And, and then that in itself will motivate the realtors to go find more business because right. now they have a different tool that when they go to the new listing appointment, they can be like, listen, uh, Mr. Seller, I can get you this really cool video and we're going to sell you property super fast. So I agree with you, bringing value to, to your business partners. Right, because again, that's something different that those agents are doing. Exactly. It's going to separate them. Just like we're going to bring something different to them that's going to separate us. Absolutely. So, agree. you know, and then even with the relationships, like I was saying before, with, and, and this can relate to, to any business or any, anything, really. Once you, once you really take a, whether it's a business relationship or whatever it may be, and make it a real friendship, right? That's when things really start to take off. Like, that's what's happened here with all of us mm-hmm. in our office. A lot of the agents, realtors that, that I do business with, I've become good, genuine friends with. Of course. And, and that's when the business will really blow up. Because that's when people really care about each other. Of course. You know, so you have to put the time and energy into any relationship to make that happen. You know, it's a matter of, you know, t- telling someone they, they look good today and genuinely meaning it. Exactly. Or, or asking them how their weekend was and genuinely meaning it. Exactly. And then you can grow and you have better relationships and a better life. Exactly. And it's because you, you, you get to a point that you truly care about those individuals. That's what I mean, yeah. Exactly. It, it starts being a, a transactional relationship, and it becomes, like you said, a friendship yep. to, to the point that it's actually fun to work with these people, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but, yeah, so, so let's talk a little bit about motivation. Um, what, what, what has been, like, your, and I always ask you the same question just because I'm, I'm really fascinated by what you've done with your life, Mike, mm-hmm. but... Um, What's like your mainly motivation? What keeps you going? Like, um, I, I, I know I've asked you a couple Paranoia. times. Paranoia. Paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, uh, you know, I've just always wanted to make sure that my family's going to have everything they need. You know what I mean? And they won't have to, to, to worry about anything. Growing up, we didn't have a whole lot of money. You know what I mean? We didn't have a whole lot at all. So I've always wanted to be able to make it so that my family could have everything and just a sense of security. That's why it's never, you know, I, I've never got enough. And that's because I want to make sure that no matter whatever happens, and this is why I say paranoia, yeah. right? Because in this business, business, we're a little dependent on the real estate market. If of people aren't buying houses, they don't need loans to buy houses. So I want to make sure that 
you know, I'm always, you know, the term I, I always use is, is bulletproof. Make sure I've got enough money in the bank. I've got, you know, no debt that I'm carrying. I'm in a really good position so that if something difficult ever does come our way, I can handle it and get through it. And plus, I'm responsible for a whole company of people now. So I have to make sure that we're financially in a great spot. So now... And, that, I was, and sorry, sorry. sorry to keep going, right? And the the drive to, to, to be at the top is something that really excites me too. You know what I mean? It's not just about money at all. You know what I mean? Even saying, you know, I want to have enough, you know, money in the bank. That's not about because I want to have a lot of money. That's about having a sense of security and knowing that me and my, my wife and my boys are okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For a long time. That's what I want to make sure of. But, you know, the other piece of it is I like, I like being really good at what I do. You know what I mean? So in, in, in the office, you know, I like to see that I've got a ton of loans up on that board. You know what I mean? When I look at what everyone did for, for the year in the state of New Hampshire, I like to see that I'm high up on that list. You know, I, I, I always want to be at the top in this because I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Well, you are. You know? So that, those are a couple of things that, like, super motivate, you know, really, really motivates me. What motivates you on a daily basis, Juan? That's a good question. It's kind of a, a similar concept. Um, I've always been the person, I've always wanted to stand out. I don't like being the same as anybody else. Mm -hmm. I, like, I like being known for, for doing quality of work, for being the hardest worker in the room. Um, even, you know, sometimes if, if it's really hard to become the best at something, you know, it, whether it's, it's business, fitness, anything. But I've always liked being known as the guy that's going to get in, work his ass off, and do the best that I can every single day. And, you know, become 1% better every single day. So that's my motivation. My motivation is, first off, um, to try to become the best version of myself at anything. In, in this case, you know, my in, in this industry, try to become the best mortgage loan originator that I can possibly be. And it was a conversation that you and me have all the time and it's kind of like a mental blockage in a way that at first I was considering myself as a Hispanic loan officer. You're not. We've e talked about this. Exactly. We've talked about that. So um, in you, the response from you to me was, listen, you're a loan officer that happens to speak Spanish. Right. So, so I feel like in my, in, in my, my own motivation is, all right, wake up every single day and become that best loan officer that I can possibly be. Not just a Hispanic loan officer, but be the best loan officer that I can possibly be and improve on my skills daily. Yep. Whether it's communication skills, um, whether it's sales skills, whether it's, it's even just originating skills, become the best that I possibly can for the same thing, to, to rank at the top, to try mm -hmm. to rank at the top of the list, to help as many people as I possibly can. Just, just the more people I touch, the better I feel. Right. Um, and yeah, and just, and, and just same thing, paranoia of just like, I came into this industry with nothing, uh, I'm getting a little bit of momentum, and is the paranoia of letting the momentum die. So it's like, how can I double that momentum? How can I triple the momentum? How can I keep it going? It's a simple answer, right? And it's something that you, was, you were talking about before. All you, do is, all you have to do is work hard. You exactly. can always work harder than the next person. You exactly. know what I mean? It, it, it's, always, it's always possible. And it's one thing that I've always fallen back on, right, is just my ability to work hard. Exactly. And I always like to be the guy that people think of as working hard. 
you know, it's something I've always had a lot of, uh, lot of like, I've held a lot of pride in myself about exactly. is, is how hard I can work. And the good thing is everything you're saying right there, all it takes is hard work every day. Get up every day and work hard. Every single day and get as much as you can out of the day. And, and it just feels really good, too, when you walk into a room and you know that you're the hardest working person in the room. And in this company, it's really hard to feel like that because we cool. all work our asses off. Yeah, it's so cool. Th there's nobody in this office that slacks. Right. No one. Nope. Like, we all work seven days a week from you, the owner, to the processors, to every single loan officer in this company. We work our asses off. And that's why it feels so good to come in here every single day because... Um, it's a daily competition, but it's such a healthy competition between us that it just drives us to just keep going and going and going and going to the point that we will take over New Hampshire. I mean, we kind of already did, uh, but we will take over Massachusetts and we'll just keep taking over everywhere because working hard and delivering great value. It, it just goes back to value. Yeah. I mean, so, so many people think that you know, if they, they have this, this big goal, this big thing they want to do, if they want to start a company, get a new job, get a promotion, get super fit, whatever it is, right? They think, oh, that's so hard to do because that's like so far away. That's so out there. Well, the first thing you need to do is start on day one and just work really hard and then do it again on day two and then again on day three and just keep on going. And if you stumble, get back and do it again. You know, it's just hard work. So let me ask you this. So I know you said, um, you know, you, you're talking about starting a company. Um, by the naked eye, right, someone mm -hmm. would look at you and, um, and say kind of the same thing that Eric touched upon last week. Um, someone, the average individual, would look at you and might think that you always came from something like this, uh, which is totally not the case. I mean, yeah. you, you came from humble beginnings. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about the beginnings of, of like, your, your early life to where you are right now? I mean, I think it would be, I'm fascinated by it. I think the uh, average listener would, like, be fascinated by it as well. I'll tell you, I don't think it's very fascinating, right? Because I think it's just, I think it's a life that a lot of people live. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of what you do with it. Exactly. You know? Um, so, basically, you know, I grew up, uh, I grew up in North Andover, um, with my mom and my sister and my, you know, my mom was a single mom raising us and she worked like a motherfucker every single day. She worked her full-time job. Then she'd go work a nighttime job. Shout out to Joe Ann Comerford. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she would work full-time during the day. Then she would work, I remember, I mean, all different jobs. She worked as a janitor. She worked at Macy's. She worked cleaning houses. She did whatever she had to do to make sure that we would have enough and, and we had an, a, a nice place to live and we were okay. And, and it was that hard work and determination that I saw at such a young age that made me want to then work and help out in any way that I could, right? Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what I did. I think I got my first job when I was probably about nine years old and I've never not worked ever since. It's awesome. You know, whether it was... Cutting lawns, shoveling, working at restaurants. I mean, I've been working at restaurants since I was probably like 12. Wow. You know? Um, and I, I saw at that young age so many people in different businesses that did it for nothing. You know what I mean? So I always thought that anything was possible. And, you know, even when I was, uh, when I was probably about 17 or so, I started working for, um, for Sal's Pizza, mm -hmm. right? And in uh, Sal... And, and his brothers and their whole family 
was um, an inspiration in itself, you know, because they brought that place from from a small pizza shop over here in '97 in Salem to you know now That's it's a, is, now yeah. it's a real estate empire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sal is. Um, uh, brought so much life into into Lawrence and now Haverhill Lowell and Lowell you know what I mean so so much in so many jobs and industry and all that so I I saw my mother and then I saw Sal and then I saw different people as I was growing up and I I never had the thought that I couldn't do something and even you know this sounds stupid but even like when I worked at pizza places or restaurants or wherever wherever it was I was always working as hard as I could because I even wanted my you know, my boss, who was probably like 22 years old at the time at any of these places, to, to see how hard of a worker I was and how good of a job I was doing. You know, even if it was washing dishes, you know, I would always give it like everything I had. And anywhere I was, I was recognized for, for doing well and being a hard worker. So I would take that on to the next job and the next thing I was doing. So, you know, as I, you know, as I continue to to grow and you know graduate from college up at Plymouth State, and I got my first sales job is selling audio conference calling. It's not even a thing anymore. It doesn't even exist. Not even something you pay for. It's just it's like on your phone. Um, you know, got into doing that, and because I worked so hard, because all that was was just like a call center type of yeah. thing where people are banging the phones. Well, every day they would, you know, there would be a tracker as to how many phone calls people were making, and every day I just wanted to be the, the guy at the top that made the most phone calls. How so, many phone calls were you making at the time? Oh, like 150 a day. 150 calls a day. Yeah. And like, I think all of them most days were no's. We were calling into these these big companies trying to talk to the CEO's secretary because for some reason we thought that was the person that made the decision on conference calling. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I did that for about a year, year and a half. And then I, you know, they promoted me to manager and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then... One guy left, and well, a few guys left, and went over to uh, Champion Mortgage and started working over there. And I remember one of them, you know, called and said that, uh, you know, oh, geez, I made like ten thousand bucks this month or something. I'm like, holy shit, that's possible. I think we were making like thirty grand, and uh, went over there. And that was when I first got get into the business, and it was the same thing. It was all just hustle, 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 and you know, it took me a long time to get to the point where I had my own company and was doing, you know, a, a lot of business, but all it was every single day was working hard and I mean, trying to work harder than the guy next to me. And, and I mean, it wasn't an overnight success like everyone thinks it is. I mean, it took you 15 years to yeah. be where you are, 15 years plus. Yeah, right? just about, yeah, about 15 years. Yeah, imagine you know? that. But, but it's, a, it, it's, you know, people think that you, you don't make mistakes and you don't stumble along the way. And Eric was, was talking to us a little bit last week. Of course you make mistakes. You, you, you fuck up and you learn from those mistakes and you don't do them again. So, you know I mean, that's, that's how you learn. So now, right, mistakes and all that stuff. Um, and then you say you were making 150 calls a day um, and majority of them were no's. So how, how were you dealing with rejection? Because I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are afraid of rejection and that's why may, maybe they don't, they don't make the jump into opening the new business, changing the career or uh, starting that new hobby. Um, how did you deal with rejection? I, I mean, never even thought about it, and I don't think about it now. If I if I call someone, whether it's a, you know someone I'm trying to do business with, and they tell me no, I'm like okay, on to the next one. You know what I mean? If that has never even phased me, and I've heard it phased so many people, whether it's in this business or other, you know, any type of a sales business, they'll almost get defeated 
and think, oh, there's something wrong with me. No, there's not. It just, it's, you have to have, it, it, it takes many no's to get to a yes. So a lot of times I'll have the no and I'll be happy. I'll be like, all right, great, another no out of the way. The yes is coming soon. I love rejection. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I, it to me, it's like adding fuel to the fire. I'm like, oh, you're gonna, you tell me no today? Okay, that means no today. I'll right. call you tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else can you really do, yeah. right? You know, you, and, that's, and that's good. You need to have thick skin to be in sales. Yeah. You know, rejection, I don't even think of it as a thing. Well, not even in sales. I think you, have, you need this thick, thick skin for life. You, you know what I mean? I mean, life is not easy, and it's, it's like what we said in our fir- first podcast. Is yes, it's, it, there's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations, but how can you get through them? That's it. Just get keep getting punched and keep getting right back up. <laughs> Eric said the same thing. Any of these other guys that you listen to on on podcasts and books you read, it's all about that. Anybody, anybody who has ever done anything good has failed a thousand times on their way there. You know, I think I, I I'm going to have to read. I have the, this. Ben Franklin book at home. I'm gonna have to look at it again because he, he the, the number I forget what it was. He had something like thousands of patents were turned down, and then he, you know, I mean, before he got even one patent. I'm gonna have to. I'll look it up tonight to see what it was. It was a very interesting stat. But but what that says is all you need is that one, that one chance, that one opportunity. And, but to, to get to that one, you're gonna have to fail and fail some more and keep failing and keep failing. And then you'll achieve success. Same thing as the rejections. Just get them out of the way. Get exactly. the failures out of the way and move on. And, and I think that's another thing that people don't understand is they think that success is just a thing that, that just happens. It takes a lot of work to be successful. And, and I'm nowhere near the success that I want to be at. But every day I wake up to chase that level. To get, by, and what I, what I mean by that is, is that I, I already achieved the level of, of success. Um, you know, waking up every day is just success in itself. But, um, you know, this this goals that we set on the daily basis, um, that I wake up every day, all right, what do I have to do to get there? Right. And then when I get there, okay, now I got to set some bigger ones to keep increasing. So I think it's just the daily motivation, the grind, keep grinding and grinding and grinding every single day to achieve that one goal that you have. But after that one goal, there's going to be more. Right. You said that word grind, right? And I agree, that's that's what it is. But I feel like that word grind gets so played out these days. I agree. People that don't do shit say they're grinding all day long every day. You know what I mean? Get up every single day for a few years and do the same thing over and over and over again, getting beat up, and then you can say that you're grinding. Exactly. I've talked to people who have been like in this business or brand new to another business for a very short amount of time, like, oh, I'm grinding. It's like, no, you're not. You're home at 5 o'clock chilling out. You're not grinding. You know what I mean? Like, do it every single day for a long period of time. You will then be successful because you didn't give up. And that was the grind. In order to stay successful, you keep on grinding. Well, it was very funny that you say that because um, I remember a couple of Fridays ago, we have our little uh, Craft Beer Friday days at at Premier Mortgage Landing. And it was just you and me. Late in the day, late in the day. Yeah, uh, and uh, it was just you and me. It was already like eight o'clock at night, and uh, everybody have has had gone had gone home for the day. I and probably you, should have gone home by then. Yeah, I, <laughs> I should have too. But um, it was very emotional. It was a very emotional uh, conversation. It was very deep. Um, but I remember you telling me that um, that same day you had gotten your first paycheck in years. Yeah, yeah. You know that's what I mean? Cool. So, so talking about like talking about how like grinding for years and grinding and grinding and grinding and you finally started paying yourself. It's like, 
that's the reward. Yeah, you know that was I mean? cool. And that, and that's the truth. You know, it was the first time in like, I don't know, like four or five years that I actually received a, a like a paycheck. A paycheck. Not yeah. that I wasn't getting paid. You know what I mean? But I was. T- I would take like what was left over. Exactly. You know, and it, that that was pretty cool. And that that took a long time to get to that point. Exactly. So so, but it goes back to that to the daily grind to. To get to a point where you you can pay yourself out of the company now, right. and you're 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 one of us now. Right, right. I'm an employee. <laughs> I'm gonna get a W two. I'm excited. So so yeah. So it's exciting. It's like that's the type of stuff that like I think uh, motivates all of us. It's like for me is, you know, it, it, I did three loans. All right. Now how can I do five? How can I do six? How uh, and just waking up every single day to do the same thing over and over and over and 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 be happy with it and enjoy it. Yeah. It's just a matter of never being never being satisfied not that you don't want to be satisfied you want to be grateful and appreciative of what you have and what you do but at the same time never being satisfied with what your ability is you know what i mean you can always do a little bit more you can always work a little bit harder you can always you know do more loans or more whatever it is that you do you can do it i think i think a big part of all of this though everything we've been talking about here really is the mindset that you have going into it of course you know you need to know what's actually possible and not look at people that are, you know, dominating any particular industry as someone who's like an outlier and it's impossible. It's never impossible, you know. If you want to be the number one loan officer or realtor or uh, restaurant guy or whatever it is, you know, the, the recovery centers like Eric was talking about, you can do that. It's just going to be a lot of hard work. Exactly. You know, every single day, forever. Even when you get there, to stay there. Exactly. And even for me, like even going back to when I first came here, um, it was a matter of it was a matter of like, you know, I had teachers telling me that, you know, based based off of, of, of like my academic um, success, I was never going to get to any level. Like I would right. just be like another guy working an average job just based on the fact that. My English wasn't all that good back then. I'm talking about 13, 14 years ago. Your English was perfect. I, I know. Hold on, I'm going to tell you. I don't care what anyone says. You know what I mean? You talk, you talk about that all the time. Your English is perfect. Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm talking about like when I've, you know, years ago, teachers would tell me like, listen, you, you know, you just you be content with what, you, what you'll be able to do with life. Right. And that's because you came here from Columbia and you were 12? Uh, yeah, I was 12. Yeah. Right. Didn't speak a, a lick Didn't of English. Didn't speak any English whatsoever. Not bad in 15 years, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. What this kid's so, done. So then, but, awesome. but, but, but once again, it was being able to like look at the teacher and be like, okay, We'll see what I'll do with my life, you know, and then be and then be able to just once again thick skin, right? right? Like don't let that brush you. I mean, I had a I had a realtor, um, I want to say a year ago. So and I remember I came in and told you the story. I was like, I can't believe this lady told me my I'm, I was not professional because I had some type of an accent. I'm like, okay, I just want to do business with you. you yeah, know what realtor I mean? or not, that's just a rude person. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? mean. But thick skin once again. Yeah. Be that was a punch. Okay, you hit me. Move on. You know what I mean? It is right. what I'm, am I gonna let that one comment stop me from helping no, a million so, other people? Someone like that, you're almost glad they came out with that right away. Exactly. That way you get to know what type of person they are. Exactly. You probably all set exactly. with, with working with them. Uh, exactly. That's, that's just so rude to say to someone. Yeah, but you know, it's just um, it's just a challenge. You know what right. I mean? It's just a, a, a challenge that came my way, and then motivation. Right. Motivation to just keep going forward. Right. Um, but I think um, I, let's end it on that note. Motivation. Let's talk about a couple other things before we end it. Okay. We're going to end in a second. But let's talk about what type of people are we going to have on this podcast for guests? Who's going to come on that's going to be someone that, that everyone really wants to listen to? And we don't have to give names at this point because I know we're still trying to iron all that out. 
And we might have touched on this a little bit in the first podcast, but now we're getting closer to having people ready to, to come on. Exactly. So as everyone can can see and, and listen to um, from episode number two, uh, we're talking about, you know, Eric Spofford, you know, someone ha- that has achieved a level of success that um, it's super impactful, not just to him himself, but to the community. So we're looking to have, you know, top producing realtors that um, do a lot for the community. We're talking about um, some of the biggest restaurant owners in the community. We're talking about um, the biggest real estate developers in town that build over 100 homes per year. Uh, We're looking to have uh, attorneys that, you know, do a lot for the community themselves. Uh, We have, uh, we're taking about maybe, I don't know, just people that have reached a level of success that, that can be very motivating to the average uh, person listening. Yeah, we've got um, so all 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 those folks beyond. We've got um, uh, a couple of social media folks that have yes. you know, created a huge following on social media, and anyone who's looking to start a business or or really anything these days um, can can learn from these guys. That's huge. Um, we've also got uh, a couple of motivational guys that. Uh, you know, there's one gentleman that, that I've known for a long time that's got, um, it's, and I'm actually going to say, cause he said it was, he said it'd be interested in this company called Get Burly. Yes. And, uh, you know, he does like a motivational, um, well, he's a coach first in athletic training, but also does like motiv- some motivational speaking. And I think he'll be huge to have on just for people to, to get inspired. Right. Cause the whole point of this thing is to inspire people to do more. And uh, we're also going to be having um, uh, the owners of one of the biggest growing gyms right in Salem, New Hampshire. Um, you know, the owners of Cross is Free. We all go yep. there. Um, they do a lot for the community themselves. Well, I go there um, sometimes. I'm yeah. trying to go there regularly. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be um, people that impact the community, you know, not, not just uh, in, in New Hampshire, but in Massachusetts and local local areas um, that we can all learn from. And yeah, and it's all going to be inspiring stories from local people that um, – we think uh, have been an inspiration and have been a huge part of the community. You know what I mean? They've exactly. helped our community gr- grow. Well, and, and here's the other thing too. And uh, um, this is a conversation I've been having uh, with um, um, with NARAP. I'm a mm-hmm. part of NARAP. Is how we always think about bringing. What's you know, NARAP? Tell NARAP me. NARAP is that National Association of Hispanic Realtors. Yep. Uh, it's a phenomenal nonprofit organization. Uh, brings bring tons of value to all the realtors. Uh, in I'm part of the uh, Boston Chamber, so of the Massachusetts area. Um, but it's a national organization. Um, and one thing I've always talked about, and now being part of uh, of the advisory board, was um, we always look to bring all these out of town folks. While that's great and everything, we learn from them. Um, we have the same folks right in our backyards. Right. Why not just try to get them and learn from them? Right. Um, because to me, it's more real. So that's kind of what we want to do with this. Yeah, because all those guys are just a local kid. Exactly. That's it. All of them were, exactly. were a local kid that worked really hard and, and kept putting in the work and did something awesome. Exactly. So, so that's what I learned from it. Exactly. So that's why I want to do it with the guys from here yeah. that are at the same level from the guys in California, awesome. you know what I mean. So, so we're gonna get it going. Um, once again, if you guys uh, the platforms to be able to listen to the podcast, uh, we're on iTunes. Uh, our engineer Eddie said uh, we're on si- SoundCloud as well. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's just Juan, pa- uh, Juan Pablo Palacio. I have no idea. I don't know. 
You're Mike Comerford oh, is, is that your what Instagram? It is? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, I'm just getting good at I this mean, shit. I mean, Eddie, what's uh, what's his uh, uh, name on Instagram? <laughs> is it just my name? Mike Comerford. Yeah. All right, yeah, Mike there Comerford. we go. There you go, Mike Comerford. Mike Comerford. You, you got to tell me if you, you're gonna make me give my what's it even called name? Your name, name yeah, your your social media name. Yeah, my social uh, media <laughs> name. I know my regular name. Um, so yeah, Mike Comerford. You'll find us on, on Facebook, Instagram, all that. Yep, all that. and then uh, uh, the uh, podcast also has an Instagram page which is Premier Podcast and anything else uh, that I missed? YouTube as well we're gonna um, right now we just have the audio but we're gonna be recording video with our podcast as well so yes. you guys get to see our beautiful faces yeah on beautiful is right that's right <laughs> alright <laughs> alright so, right, guys uh, checking out thank you very much we'll see you next time